When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. John Stamos told a story he had to go to a fertility cl- fertility clinic when he and his wife were trying to conceive. Um, he went into the little room to provide a sample. They said there's a TV in there. Um, there's some videos if you want to watch them. He turned on the TV and before he could get it to the... <laughs> VCR mode or the oh, no. DVD mode, Fuller House was playing. <gasps> oh. Which is the updated version of, yeah. And oh. uh, he made a joke saying, you know, if I was going to do that to and watch myself, I would do it to my older version of Full House, the yeah, younger I, version of me. I can't think of a less sexy show than Fuller House. <laughs> right, exactly. Plus, it's, it's the girls that are now grown up that are I can't little kids. Even no. Imagine. Oh, yeah. No. And, and then the other uncle cut it out. Oh, no. All right. I can't even imagine. Um, there, there is going to be a Shrek sp- uh, reboot as well what? as a spinoff Puss in Boots. Yes, they're being rebooted. <laughs> Speaking of Puss in Boots. Although the producer is hoping to bring back the voice cast from the previous movies. It's too early to say when the new projects might get off the ground. Uh, how about this? It's too early for this project. Yeah. How about Period. never? I mean, how about never? No, it, it, nobody's asking for this. Do you know anybody that's asking for a Shrek reboot? Go watch and go back and watch the original. It's just as funny. Exactly. Yes. It takes place in a fairy tale land. It's not. It's not. There's a musical. It's not connected to an to, to a era. It, no. it takes place in a fairy tale village. And it just happened yeah. for God's sake. It came out like oh one. Yes. All right, let's see here. Um, SNL has found itself under fire for a controversial joke. Once again, Pete Davidson is involved. It was this uh, last weekend. Um, He was doing a skit. Uh, He was playing a a congressman or a congressional candidate, Dan Crenshaw, who has an eye patch. And he compared Crenshaw to a hitman in a porno movie. Um, The dude is a Navy SEAL who lost his eye while serving in Afghanistan. So probably not that I hate to spot people's jokes and, you know, whenever it comes to joking about things, we hate to do that. But, OK, sometimes there are certain things that well, you shouldn't say. Uh, the, yeah. uh, the the Navy SEAL got the last laugh because he handily won his election last night. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. On TV tonight, we have the ninth season premiere of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. We have the 13th season finale of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, as well as Riverdale, Chicago Med fire and pd <laughs> and that postal, clinic postal clerk yeah and american horse animal control <laughs> yeah and that's... rescue Sh- chicago city planning <laughs> 
That's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Thank you for the update, honey. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Report back to me in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Welcome to the 8 o'clock hour. It's almost... I feel bad even interrupting you don't want to interrupt this song. It. I know. I don't, but it's mm-hmm. eight hours long. Yeah, yeah. It keeps going. It's like it's it, such a it, great, fantastic ride. It's like a House of Cards. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's twelve oh, is that hours. Feeling like that too? No, right now? oh no, I love it. I oh, love well, the final. Oh, okay. I'm just saying it's you know eight episodes. <laughs> gotcha. Anyway, Jason and Alexis in the morning on the uh, the day after the midterms, Wednesday, November seventh, twenty eighteen. Our final hour uh, today, eight oh five. If you're on your way to work, thanks for being here, everybody. Jace, Lex, Don's here. Uh, I know a lot of you are tired. You probably have a hashtag uh, uh, midterm um, hangover. Uh, but let's get to it. Okay. We have. A, I think you're going to enjoy this conversation. Don brought this to us. Don, what was the catalyst for this? The catalyst is there's a kid. He's 11 years old in Cleveland. He led police on a high-speed chase in his mom's SUV after she <gasps> reportedly took away his video games. Um, he took his mom's keys while she was sleeping. The chase lasted 30 minutes. He eventually ended up uh, running into a parked car. Um, so, Over video games? Yeah, wow. he was mad, so he just took the car. He's like, I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we wanted to ask you, what is the worst thing? Do you have a great kid story? Yeah. Like you did something or your son or daughter did something that's just hysterical. Mm-hmm. Dawn, who do we have first? First, we have Stacy on the line. She broke into a trailer, right, Stacy? I did. Okay. Stacy, what <laughs> Good did morning, you do? Guys. Good morning. Hey. Morning, sweetie. So I was about eight years old, and um, up at our lake home, my sister and I and a neighbor boy found what we thought was an abandoned trailer. It was one of those like small, almost Airstream-type RV trailers. And we thought, oh, this is so cool. So um, me being adventurous, I climbed on the top of it. It had one of those um, emergency exit tops to it, and we popped it open, and we went inside. <laughs> thinking, oh, it's a nice little fort. Uh, inside there was a spray can of red paint, and we thought, well, we could make it our own. So we go outside and we spray spray painted the outside of the trailer with red hearts everywhere. So that's what we did. <laughs> I, I have a six-year-old now, and I'm like, what was I thinking? Oh <laughs> did you guys get caught? We didn't, actually. <laughs> wow. I love it. She's revealing it. That I told my mom probably two hours later. She was like, what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Thank you, Stacey. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, guys. Have a great Thank day. Thank you. you too. Mm-hmm. Who do we have next? Don? We have Jana on the line, and uh, she lied about something. Jana, tell them what you lied about. Yeah, so when I was second, third grade, my report card would say, you know, she has a creative imagination. So <laughs> one day morning, I'm at home, and I find a sling for an arm. I decided to bring it to school. I had the lunch lady, bless her heart, put it on, and I told everyone I broke my arm. Um, but the thing is, you know, a playground, I'm swinging, I'm doing monkey bars, things like that. So I think people could kind of figure out my arm wasn't broken or I had trouble you know, not lifting it and doing things. My dad happened to be a pastor of a town of a thousand. So we're at family dinner and 
my parents don't know. I told everyone I fell in a lake and broke my arm in Grand Marais, Minnesota. <laughs> and um, my dad starts praying for my broken arm because we've gotten so many calls about people praying for my broken arm. And let's tell <laughs> you this, I missed recess for like a good month and my color was on, my my uh, behavior color was on black forever. And oh, um, no. I can't live that one down to say the least. And you had, wait, wait, wait. Jenny, time. you had behavior colors? What, what What's that? <laughs> well, like, green is good. Like, lights, green is good. Yellow is, all right, slow it down a little. Red is, oh, no, you're in trouble. And black is, like, oh. you're screwed. You're screwed, brother. <laughs> oh, no, why does it have to be that? Oh. Uh, I was in a solid black the, for several years. And the whole class can see it, so, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jenna. It's like the ultimate shame bell. Yeah. Was everyone else green? Yep. Yeah. Um, probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, that. Yeah, it, it was black a lot. So. Oh. Thank, thank you. <laughs> thank oh, that's you, a good Jana. one. <laughs> Who do we have next on? Next we have Kelly. This is a really good one, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Good morning. 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 Tell us your so story. When, I'm sorry? Tell us your story. Go on. So when I was about 15 years old, I was babysitting all day for a friend of my parents. And about noon, it was nap time, um, I thought it was a good idea to invite a friend over, and we decided to take their truck out for a spin. Now, the truck was a stick shift, and if you remember how hard it is to drive a stick shift, that's when you're learning. Um, it was great to back out, easy, but when I tried to drive forward, you know how hard it is to get the first the truck was jerking down the street. That's how we ended up getting caught. The neighbors found out and told them. Oh, man. Oh, so bad. Did you just leave oh. the kids at home? <laughs> they, well, they were sleeping, and we weren't gone for very Okay, Kelly. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. Wow. Uh, who, uh, who do we have next? Okay, uh, Jamie is on the line, and her son actually did something. Hi, Jamie. <laughs> First of all, I can't think of much I did when I was bad, bad when I was little. Well, my mom said she'd just have to look at me and I'd start crying. I'm like, yeah, because the Sunday school teacher told us every time you sin, God puts a mark on a chalkboard. Oh, my son was another story. So we had my niece and her three-year-old living with us. My son was about eight, and he kept saying, that the three-year-old keeps going in my room when I'm at school. And we're like, no, no. I don't want him to play with my toys. We're like, no, he's not going in your room. Even though he was, because that's where all the good toys were. So anyways, mm. one day I open his bedroom door. It is completely covered with flour. <gasps> I am what? like, what? He goes, look, there's footprints. I knew he was coming in my room. He, I, he wanted to prove to us that the three-year-old was going in the oh. room during the day when he was in school. Wow, that is wow. a smart kid. Is he the investigator oh now? All of his toys, his Legos, his Lincoln Logs. You ever try vacuuming Lincoln Logs? I mean, and all the Legos had to go in the bathtub. Where did you learn that? He should work for Kathleen Zellner for how to uh, how to making a murderer. Yeah, what does he do for a job now? Is he an investigator? Can he get Stephen Avery out of jail? 
He's only 16. But he learned it from oh. Curious George. Oh, Curious George, okay. yeah. That yeah. is good. Oh, oh smart that kid, is a though. championship kid right there. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you, Jamie. Thank oh, but you. Oh, to clean that, though. I can see it. <laughs> it be a problem. Uh, do we have one more? Or we, we, do we have stories now? Do we have one more? Uh, yeah, we have one more from Sharon. Okay, hmm. we'll give Sharon the last word. And then Lex was a bad kid. Like, everyone thinks, oh, Lex is so nice. <laughs> She's like Bambi. Sharon, what well. did your grandson do? <laughs> so my grandson at Halloween uh, thought he'd uh, use his God-given creativity to uh, to try and get more candy. So he told he told everybody he went to he got his own candy, and he said, "Oh, I'm also collecting for my little brother who has two broken legs and he's disabled too." And so. So I thought it was, I told my daughter, I thought it was hilarious. So I phoned him up and I said, you know, I really appreciate you using creativity <laughs> to get yourself more of what you want. And But you made a little mistake here. It's power over love. And I had to tell him about how, what what you actually did in getting the candy was, you know, you lied and you, <laughs> you, you were inappropriate about disabled people and, <laughs> and you did all this and I said but you know on the good part you're using your creativity and that's good on the bad oh. part this isn't what you do with your awareness oh my god <laughs> oh sweet grandma I mean you know oh. he's ingenuity but yes oh. thank you Sharon thank you Sharon now oh my Lex, gosh Lex you were a bad kid at times oh yeah we used to do a lot of things especially when we lived in Okinawa We'd sneak off the base, we'd squeeze our bodies through the fence and walk through the pig farms and steal vegetables and eat them along the way and go shopping when we weren't really supposed to. I mean, can you imagine kids doing that now? That's just so bad. Or climbing barbed wire. I used to do that all the time to try to... Why were you climbing barbed wire? Because we... Well, there was a fence that we needed to... uh, That was around the the army base. It was Camp Foster on the island just south of of Japan, Okinawa, Japan. And we would get off the bus and instead of walking all the way home, we'd take the shortcut. And where my friend was, she could just climb underneath the fence. I would climb over it. And one day my jams got caught on it. Remember those big shorts we used to Jams. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I can't believe she just brought up jams. Go ahead. (laughs) And I thought I had unhooked it, but no, I actually ended up just scraping my entire leg with the barbed wire. I mean, it got back at me because I would always try to, you know, get home faster. (laughs) And now I, I had to get staples. I mean, that was like something right away. What else happened? We used to, I used to bury jellyfish alive yeah. after they oh. stung me oh. on the beach. <laughs> what else did we do? I used to write my name and then deny it was me. Yeah, I'd take crayons and go in the in the closet and and yeah, it would say Alexis over and over again, and I'd just completely deny that that was me, even was though you. all my siblings were younger and they couldn't even hold you know no, there was it was me. Well, but yeah, you have some more specific things. I well, the most famous one. Was- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's when my parents first bought our house, uh, my very first oh, yeah. nice brand new house, and our garage door was black. 
And my neighbor, my little girlfriend, it was the first girl I ever kissed. Her name was mm. Tanya. Tanya Kreiner. We're friends. It was just her birthday on Facebook. I love her. Anyway, Tanya um, knew cuss words. And I was like <laughs> six or seven. Oh my God. And she taught me um, the S word. And she taught me how to use spray paint. And I went in the garage because we had a lot of paint because we had just moved in. So there's a lot of equipment and a lot of resources in the garage. And we got a uh, a can of spray paint, white spray paint. Oh, gosh. And she taught me how to spell S-H blah, blah, blah. And I spray painted it. I spray painted our black garage door oh. in white spray paint, the S word all over it. And my <laughs> my mom comes outside as we're spray painting poop on the thing. I was locked in my room. Uh, I was grounded. Um, I did get a butt whooping and I was grounded and. My favorite aspect of this, it scarred me for life because I wasn't allowed dinner um, the oh, whole day. Yes. So I snuck out of my room because um, my mom and my dad were outside doing something in the backyard. And I was so hungry. <laughs> I was so hungry. <laughs> my fat little self was so hungry that that I snuck out of my room and I went in our refrigerator and I got one of those industrial size gallons like not gallons like the family quart family gallon of rainbow sherbet and my fat little puffy self went in my room and i went in my closet and closed the door and ate that entire oh. thing of rainbow sherbet and to this day oh. to oh, this day sick. the thought of rainbow sherbet makes me vomit well you got mm. sick too i got sick oh it. yeah i had to go i had to sneak out in the bathroom to vomit oh, <laughs> and then God, i hid the yes. i hid the sherbet uh <sighs> The empty sherbet container in my room for months. Um, I had it in the back of the closet. Yeah. Anyway. How that works. Sometimes it just bites you back right away. Mm -hmm. Can't do rainbow (laughs) sherbet. Anyway. Okay. uh, We were running late. Elizabeth Reese is coming up next with the Dirt Alert. Stay with me. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Time to get caught up with the big talkers of the day in the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello. I was just going to give Hello. you a gift, Jason, of some rainbow sherbet. They're in sale <laughs> at London <laughs> Byerly's. And they were two for five, so I no. picked up a couple of extra. Uh-oh. And there's no. a radio freezer. I was going to leave you one with a love no. note. That and, and I, I will tell I you. I learned criminy pee. No, that and aftershock. I can't do any oh, I can't cinnamon. Either. Me too. I can't. Oh, Elizabeth, I think I, you and I have discussed this. Yeah, I had an unfortunate incident as an adult with aftershock. Me too. Yes. I, my 21st birthday, I downed a bottle of aftershock and ate the crystals at the bottom of the oh. bottle. And it's a cinnamon schnapps. Yeah. And no. again, can't do big red gum. Mm. I can't even look at certain redheaded people. I just, you know what I mean? It's like. Oh my God. I had one shot and threw up pink for two days. And um, I cannot. It was it was horrible. Yeah, it was really awful. You were 21. I was like 28. (laughs) Oh, you know, that's what happened there. That's what happens, you know. Okay. Uh Um, All right. Lots of stories to get to in the dirt alert. Boy, I have been like obsessing over a story I'm going to get to in a minute. But first, I wanted to tell you that the Alec Baldwin show has been bumped to Saturday's time slot after this parking spot brawl. ABC moved his TV show to a less desirable time slot just days after he was accused of punching a guy over a parking spot. Now, the show isn't doing great in the ratings. Um, It is going to uh, reruns of Shark Tank will replace the Alec Baldwin show pre-taped episodes 
at uh, 9 p.m. on Sundays, effective November 18th, and it's going to move to Saturdays at 9 p.m. Yeah, well, and that's the graveyard. I mean, networks yeah. don't even, they don't even really uh, they program. They acknowledge that Saturdays no, they, exist. No, not at all. Yeah. So that's bye-bye out. That is one step from the grave is what that is. Yes. Um, Kelly Ripa, how fun is this? She revealed that she's going to be joining her husband, Mark Consuelos, and her son, Michael Consuelos, on the CW show Riverdale. Oh, my goodness. It's what? so fun. Kelly Ripa wow. said she is going to play Mark Consuelos's character's Mistress. Wow, really? Yeah, she posted, it's a family affair, Hiram's mistress, 23 years of auditioning for a role I was born to play, coming soon (laughs) to the CW Riverdale. And if you aren't into Riverdale, I really encourage you to get in on it. It is very, very fun. Lori Bargini loves that show. She loves every CW, CW show, but the, but Riverdale is really good. It's like a little bit campy. It's um it's fun and over the top, and it's like angsty and drama filled. And Mark Consuelos is in it, and he is great in the show. And um, I'm I've wa- I watched like the first three seasons, and then I've got to catch up on um the new stuff that's going on. But it's should very try. Good. I've- I've never gotten into a single CW show Try ever. Try Riverdale. You yes. might like Maybe it. Maybe I like Riverdale. It's yeah, like cause... so. It's like Archie and Betty and Jughead, the comics. But, but they're they're skanky now, right? Yeah, they're a little. Yeah, they're CW fied, which makes them better and yeah. more fun and drama. And it's high school. It's great. I like it. Okay, here's the story that I've been reading nonstop. Like I was, I've just been investigating this because I think it's so intriguing. So you guys know who Muhammad Hadid is. He's yeah. the father of Gigi and Bella Hadid. He yeah. is also Yolanda Hadid's ex-husband. Yolanda went on to marry David Foster and was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and then she split from him, too. Okay? So, Mohammed Hadid has been engaged to um, this woman, Shiva Savai, who is 38 years old. She was on Shaws of Sunset, and now she's on Second Wives Club. They've been engaged since 2013. And now this story has emerged about a Polish model named um, Justina Mondi, who says that she and Mohammed were engaged in a three-year affair in which they were jet-setting all over the world and just having these dashing little escapades in luxury hotels and mm. all sorts of places. And um, on the same day that Shiva does this big interview talking about how amazing their relationship is. Oh, oh no. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Oh, no. Exactly. Very uncomfortable. Yes. He turned 70 yesterday and Shiva posted a picture of them saying, baby, I love and adore you. Happy birthday, my sweet love. And Shiva just went on talking about their relationship and essentially how she looks at other people's relationships and could have never, could never want anything that anybody else has because their relationship is so amazing. It's effortless. It's easy. She says, I wouldn't want to change anything about it. She did this big interview Uh with Harper's Bazaar and then um, Justina comes out with this just, I mean, photos, text messages, everything outlining all the things that he said. She's a Polish model, so of course Mohammed says that he would like to eat pierogies off of her body. Oh. That's one (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I love a pierogi as much as the next person. I I I like the ones in the free house. They're really good. (laughs) Yes, I I like them off a plate. 
Yeah. Unless it's on Steve Kornacki. Then, I mean, I'll eat a pierogi off. I'll eat a pierogi off Steve Kornacki. It's just kind of funny because, I mean, when you think of, like, sexy foods, I mean, pierogies Mm -hmm. are delicious and (laughs) nutritious. Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily think of them as, like, oh, that is sexy food. No. Pierogies. Oh, or eating them off multiple bodies. Man, at 70, I'm going to be too tired. Kornacki. A Kornacki pierogi. Yeah. That's all we're doing is eating the food. Bye. That's right. I'll put wow. I'll put the pierogi on his big board. Uh, Elizabeth Jackie Reese. Kornacki. Yep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Reese today at three. We'll be right back, everybody. All right, get it together. What's going on over there? This was a mistake. Welcome back, everybody. Jason. That's what we're doing right now, John. Dancing. No. No? We're stalking Steve Kornacki on Instagram. I'm trying to look for this Dan character. The legend boyfriend. Steve Kornacki from, (laughs) from NBC News. He's the nerd hot guy who he has the big board. Uh, He tells you how each district is doing, how each Senate race is doing, the governor's race. They always go. He's the numbers guy. He started like five years ago because this (laughs) used to be Chuck Todd's gig. Chuck Todd used to be Steve Kornacki's role. And then Steve Kornacki. And I love this man. He's hashtag nerd hot. He plays for my baseball team. And uh, I loves him. And yesterday, forget. Look, I'm very happy with some of the turn with the, with the turnout. I'm very happy with some of the results last night. I'm really happy that the political ads are over. Mm-hmm. But what the I'm mo- cam. but what I'm most thankful for. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Oprah. Thank you, Mother Teresa. Thank you, NBC News. The best thing to ever come to election <laughs> coverage is the Cornacki cam. <laughs> What angle did that cam have again, Jace? So, this is to you, they, they gave him a little lipstick cam, and it was pointed toward the big board. But here's the deal. Steve Kornacki's back is constantly to that camera. So it was really like a Kornacki ass cam. It was the best thing all election night. Oh, Oh! it was so good. He gets so excited and he's just so oh, eager. He's so, I know, he's a little eager, eager beaver with glasses. Yes. Slightly disheveled. The hair. Yes. The hair's not quite. Polls, I know. His, his numbers. Lo- and and, and it's it, slightly oversized pants. He did wear, <laughs> he did wear more tailored pants last night mm. uh, for the election coverage. And his shirt was a little more tailored. I think he went to Brooks Brothers. Because, you know, it looks like he sometimes gets like uh, some Sears, uh, some khakis at Sears that don't quite fit him with the dad pleats. But now it's last night he was more tailored. Mm. Well, we saw the the makeup artist come and powder him up in the Mm -hmm. breaks. But I don't want NBC to touch him. Don't Mm. because believe me, I work for TV bosses. They don't let me have a beard. TV bosses are very specific about looks for on-air people. Mm-hmm. If I may speak to the bosses at NBC News, <laughs> I know y'all have your own uh, enough problems with the Megyn Kelly thing, <laughs> but leave 
Leave Brittany alone and leave Steve Kornacki alone. Don't pretty him up anymore. Let him be a little disheveled. Oh, imagine if he secretly wants a beard and they won't let him. No, I don't want him to have a beard. Oh, maybe. <laughs> you never know. Sometimes guys grow beards and you go, hey. Yeah. yeah. I like he myself. Might be like that. Yeah. But so in the break, what we were laughing at when we were coming back, Lex and I were Instagram stalking Steve. And well, uh, last hour, Lex did some Steve Kornacki research because yes. we were deep diving into learning more about uh, NBC News's uh, Steve Kornacki. <laughs> and Lex learned that, yes, he, he came out. He revealed that he was gay in 2011. Yep. We found out that for a few days, he had a boyfriend or a couple months or something. Dan. Dan. So on his Instagram, we went way back <laughs> in that commercial break. You we were trying to figure out. We were, we were trying to figure out. We were trying to figure out if this was Dan. And, and we couldn't remember what Dan's name was. And I was so mean. I was such a bitch. Lex goes, oh, there Maybe Steve is him. with a guy. And I go and I go, oh, that is Steve with a guy. And she goes, what's his name again? And I go, ugly. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, oh, I was a jealous biatch. <laughs> no, he's very good looking. They're in but... a football game or something. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. Something with the whatever. ball. Yeah, he looks, he's fine. He's a good looking guy. <laughs> but but they're broken up, right? They're gone? Yeah, that's what it said. Yep, oh. that they decided they'd, they'd just be friends. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very sorry to I know hear you are. Yep. That, uh-huh. that Dan is gone. Bye, Dan. <laughs> See, oh, Dan. my God. The last, the last known photographic evidence yeah, of Dan. Was 2016. Was oh, dang. Yeah. We have not seen Dan in any Instagram photo for Steve Kornacki. Oh, wait. There yeah. he is again. Uh-oh. Remember, oh. they're just friends now, so they can still hang out. Oh. This is even a worse picture of Dan. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All the soft parts out loud. Can you turn off my mic? (laughs) Wait, did he tag anybody on that photo? Oh, let me see. Okay, yeah, click on it once. Rub, rub, rub. Rub. Oh, no. No, because I want to... Uh-oh. You want to stop Dan. I want yeah, to see I want to know about Dan. So what have we learned about Steve Kornacki from his Instagram? That hopefully he's oh, single. He's, oh, there's some fried food there. What is that? Okay. Oh, what is oh, that? He's Ooh. interested in the food. Well, he's mostly, he hangs up. Is that Dan again? Yes. Oh. Damn it, there he is again. Oh, Dan. When's Dan? the last time he was oh, with Dan? Oh, it says hashtag Terriers. Okay. That's a BU reference. Oh, that's not Maybe a they went to BU together. Oh, okay. Or oh. a terrier like that. Let me see if anyone references. Yeah, Dan's. Okay, so okay, I, uh, so Dan was, Dan was in a picture on May 6, 2017. Oh, that's so long ago. Yeah, in gay years, oh. that's like eight. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're dog years plus two. Okay. Uh, he okay. looks better in that picture. He got okay. a, he got a better say, sweater and his glasses look good. Dan is getting better looking as the pictures go yeah. on. So hmm. I don't I don't hate Dan quite as much as I used to. Okay, that seems to be the last photographic evidence of this Dan character. Landscapes. Oh, there's some palm trees. Oh, he's in North Dakota. When was he there? Wait, wait, right there. Where's that? When's that? Damn it. He was here in July. Oh, man. Anyway. Well, we love the Steve Kornacki. Right. He was cra- And he's out with a book, everybody. All kidding oh, aside. Oh, got to get his book. That's how, that's how we get him. It's called The Red and the Blue. Steve Kornacki. Mm-hmm. All right. I will. Dear Steve Kornacki, I, my hosts want to talk to you about the red and the blue. I love. 
Stand Wait, beside my your composing an email. big board. <laughs> I thought you said big whore. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? No, okay. his big He's board. I was singing, Dawn. Now you interrupted my little Kornacki I'm song. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. uh, yeah, go on. Let's God sing it again. God bless Kornacki. Dun, da, da, dun. Man that I love. Dun, da, da, dun. Stand beside dun, his dun. big board. Big board. Dun, da, da, dun. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the song. With the light from oh. the bright, from the light bright. Oh, there we go. Okay. On the board. Oh, that is that is just crazy. Anyway, what does he's he do real- the rest of the year? Oh well, he's on all the political <laughs> shows. I don't know. I mean, I only see him on whenever night we only see him on election book. nights. Oh. No, he does. Well, he does commentary all year. He's oh, he's he a regular. Okay. He's a regular on Meet the Press, uh, Morning Joe. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shows. So I he don't did, watch they just don't pull him out like a Christmas tree for <laughs> like, one time a year. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. He he's around. He he works for NBC News. Okay. So okay. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. Oh, Steve Kornacki. Mm. We got to get him on the show. I'm telling you. We gotta get him on. You think he'd like uh, to come on after uh, we've been just? uh, (laughs) Yes. Talking about his butt cam. Oh, oh, that that cam though. That's nice, right? I mean, that's flattering. It's a couple. Yes, he's a good-looking man. Yes, he is. And I'm sure... And, and it's not that, like people are clamoring to interview Steve Kornacki. I mean, come on. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Oh, sorry. Clip this part of it out. <laughs> okay. Don't you put this part in when you said that. Should I clip out the part where you said his ex-boyfriend's ugly? No! <laughs> Leave that you in. You might agree. Maybe clip we just won't po- send this break. Okay, let's... No, no, no. Okay. Send the one in the seven. Okay, let's let's write... Let's, let's yeah, meet okay, here. Yes. Let's clip okay. out when you said nobody wants to interview him. Okay, let's edit that out. Okay. Right. And then let's edit out when I jokingly referred to his possibly ex-boyfriend as ugly. Let's, <laughs> yes. But he did, but let me redeem myself. He did get better looking as the Instagram photos continued. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's confirmed. That's, okay. that's what we know. So what about know. the part where you said he was wearing Sears pants? <laughs> Do we leave that in? <laughs> leave that one. You can go ahead and leave okay. that one. I'll yeah, just yeah. send the one in the 7 o'clock. It's more flattering. That's right. It's before I love you guys them. went down the stalker road here. You well, know? Okay. <laughs> oh, nobody did. judge. Everybody Instagram stalks. Are you kidding me? Some of you are probably doing it right now. Yeah, I Probably am. Instagram stalking Steve Kornacki <laughs> and looking for ugly Brad. Not <laughs> <laughs> Brad, Brad Dan. Dan. <laughs> You're making up a new boyfriend. Oh, what was his name? Dan? Dan. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, but I guess on a dinner date they decided they're just gonna be friends. Where did you learn that from? Steve Kornacki.com? <laughs> my wikinet w- worth.com. Wikinet? Yeah. <laughs> what? Net net worth. I sent oh. you the link if you want to check it out. I'm That's where they to. talked about his, his attractive body shape. That's right. This <laughs> oh one website where said that Steve has an attractive body shape. <laughs> Whatever that means. Right, right. Anyway, eight oh. coming up at eight forty three. We gotta take a break. We'll be back after this. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Am I talking to seven one? Everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. <clears throat> Probably a lot of you. Are a little tired, stayed up late watching the returns come in. I saw, let me get, uh, stand by here. Once again, I think when all is said and done and written, Minnesota is going to lead, be one of the leaders of the pack as far as uh, voting numbers. 
Let me find it. There's a number here. Okay, here we go. Amazing turnout for midterms by some calculations. Almost 2 million 600,000 votes were cast for governor. Ooh. That's about a 64% turnout. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, that's just that. And that's above the turnout for 2014. Because well, uh, that for was the in midterms. the 40s, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's really good. It's it's just, I'm very proud to live here because I, I know in my our polling place, there was a line mm-hmm. and people were waiting and then it was snowing and it was cold. That wasn't a deterrent for people. No, I hope so. I don't think, not here. I mean, people were out. So, and people looked excited and everyone was smiling. And it was just, it's almost like, you know what? Social media drives me nuts. I was thinking about this and I know this is very broad and anecdotal, but I was, as I was, I took one of those Lime scooters <laughs> from the polling place. <laughs> uh-huh. As I was scooting like Mr. Magoo down the road, I thought to myself, you know, I wonder if social media. For as annoying as it is, and how it is really a cesspool often of negativity, I wonder if it really, I think uh, social media has made voting kind of cool. Well, yeah, that's why they give out the stickers. Yeah, everybody wants to have that picture. And I look, I know it's cliche, and some people rail against, oh, thank you for doing the bare minimum of civic responsibility. Whatever. But the peer pressure works. But, uh, But I wonder if... That sticker and the fact that now with Instagram, people want that photograph. They yep. want the picture of that sticker on your sweater. And I wonder if that's a that is a encouragement to vote. If that is a catalyst for people to vote, you know, oh, on a very rudimentary level. I think level. so. Completely, yes. Especially for the millennials that we always talk about, that coveted demographic. Mm-hmm. And especially if they're like, oh, I'm going to selfie this. And also, don't you think there's also like you don't want to be shamed in your friend group? No, you don't want to go to that party that night. Like last night, you don't want to show up to dinner and everyone's wearing that sticker and they're like, "Did you vote?" And you're like, "Um, no, I will." What? Mm. Why didn't you vote? Yep. So I think all of those things factor into it. I was, but people were um, jokingly complaining that when you do absentee ballot or whatever, you don't get that sticker. So people were bummed that you know when they did early voting or whatever, you oh. don't get a sticker. Oh. So maybe we need to work on that. I don't know. Mm. I I think we just need to give a sticker to, you know, yeah. whether you vote on the, in the mail or whatever, because people love that darn thing. Because a woman asked me yesterday, I turned, I scanned my, um, I stuck my ballot in the thing. She yeah. looks at me, she, do you want a sticker? And I go, yeah. What do, I mean? <laughs> do I want a sticker? <laughs> of course I want me? a sticker. That's why I scootered my butt down here. <laughs> this proves that I did what I was supposed to do. You did Colin. not scooter your butt down there. You scooted away. No, I scooted away. back. Colin thought I was so mean. I said it earlier. There oh. was. I walk into the polling place and there's one of those electric scooters that you can rent from Lime. There's one. I'm like, oh, this is great. So um, I walked out and it was there. And I thought, it's right by the door. <laughs> it's, and I thought, I it's freezing. I have to go to the other end of the North Loop. Uh-huh. I'm going to rent the scooter. So oh. I get, so there I am. The the winds blow in the snow, snow covered glasses. I look like a puffy Mr. Magoo going down the road in the scooter. <laughs> and I get to the restaurant. Colin's like, you are a butthole. You know that somebody took that scooter to the polling yep. place, was praying that they could just run in quickly and run back out, and that scooter would still uh. be there. And I go, yeah, snooze, you lose. I said, it. Well, I'm, I took it. That's what the. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I did feel a little bad. Oh, I love it. Yeah. What do you do? You have a little science? Like I'm, I'll be back in five seconds. No, would, you, would that have? Uh, no, you, sca- you 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 lock it, and you once you park it, you gotta lock it. Oh. You rescan the little RC code on there, then it locks it, shuts it down, and then when the next person comes, you pull up the app for the appropriate company. You scan the code that's on each one, and it turns on like Night Rider. It activates, and then you get on it, and you scoot. You get the momentum. (laughs) Then you press the accelerator, and it's like, (laughs) and you go off, and (laughs) off we go. I looked ridiculous, though. I love it. I still want to try one of those. You would really like happen. They go like twelve miles an hour. Mm, See, yeah, Yeah. needs to be an open field. Yeah, no, not a field, girl. Oh, open street or something. Do we have uh, Donna or Steve or any combination of the two? I don't see either of them. No, they're probably very tired. They they had an election themselves uh, within their show. (laughs) weren't they doing an election? Who won? I don't know, but let's listen to the Night Rider theme, shall we? Let's just. This this was me yesterday on a scooter. Dangerous world of a man. Who does not exist? Oh, I forgot it had dialogue in the. Oh, this yeah. is so good. I had this. This was you re- yesterday. Yeah. I requested this theme for Kenny the Traffic Kitty for a while. This was the traffic theme. I loved this. Kenny didn't like it. I loved it for our traffic bed. Traffic but anyway. Tina, do you want that for your new traffic bed? I would bed? love it. Yes. We, we should do this for our. Why not? I want the Night Rider theme. Rocco, are you listening? Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. But chirp, 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 Rocco, chirp. can we get the Night Rider theme for traffic, please? Yeah. Thanks. Loves yes. Yeah. Yes. Don and oh, Steve. No, no, Don and no, Steve yet. I, I don't see him yet. We came I don't know. The show's almost over. It doesn't really Before matter. The scooting, the stickers. <laughs> oh, the absentee stickers. I, I think we can do something. Yeah. Give us two years. We'll figure out a plan. <laughs> We'll, call, we'll find a way to get the stickers. We'll, stall, we'll call Steve Kornacki. We'll voters. see if he can do something. Steve, uh, yeah. We do have a couple of fine young uh, people oh, coming we, in, oh. but I, I'm not giving them much time. To no, it's not much time. Oh. All I care about, oh my gosh, uh, Donna and Steve time. are here. Oh All we gosh. care about is who won your election yeah, yesterday. Donna in a landslide. There will be a concession <gasps> speech by me at the top of the hour. Oh. And a, an acceptance speech by her. They, the people have spoken. Yeah. The people have I bought, spoken. I, I voted for Ross Perot, just FYI. <laughs> I, love, I voted for him in my third grade election. We had this like fu- uh, mock election. I love Ross oh, for boss. That's so great. Not, some oh. boys, not I'm shining anymore. Can't anyway. finish? I'm going to finish. Can't finish? Can't see? Okay. What? Nothing. Oh, just Everyone's doing a Ross Perot. Perot. I was talking yeah. about pie. Yeah. Don and Steve Yum. coming up next. Steve's concession speech. Uh, Going to move on to a different career since mm. he lost the election. Yep. Sorry about that, Steve. It's all right. It was a good run. You know, good run. Elections all—they always have consequences. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. You go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? That's right. You be you, friends. Unless you're a terrible person, <laughs> we love you. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye. It's a beautiful day. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.